Hi, this is Gaurav from newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, May 15th, and the top stories of the day are BJP President Amit Shah's roadshow in Kolkata on Tuesday evening ended up in violent clashes between Trinamool Congress youth members and BJP workers at College Street in the northern part of the city. The clashes broke out near the iconic Presidency College and Calcutta University after black flags were waved at Shah and stones were allegedly pelted at his convoy from the hostels of Vidyasagar College, reported Economic Times. During the violence that followed, the mob vandalized the college hostel and broke the statue of Ishwar Chandra Vidyasagar. The violence went on for a while till a huge police contingent was sent to the spot and some senior leaders intervened. Shah had to call off his roadshow and could not reach the ancestral house of Swami Vivekananda. TMC leaders claimed that the BJP had got outsiders who damaged the college premises and broke the statue. I quote, Both groups had clashed and some people were injured. We are still waiting for the list of the injured. The college was vandalized and three bikes were set on fire. Close quote, said a senior police official. Today, BJP chief Amit Shah, while speaking at a press conference at the party headquarters in Delhi, accused the Trinamool Congress of creating an atmosphere of violence in West Bengal. He said that it was the TMC and not the BJP that was behind the violence seen in West Bengal during the 2019 Lok Sabha elections. Shah went on to say that if BJP was responsible for poll violence, it would be visible in other states of India as well, and not just West Bengal. I quote, In the last six phases, only Bengal has witnessed violence. Mamta Banerjee claims that BJP is behind the violence in Bengal. I want to tell her you are fighting on just 42 seats. We are fighting across the country. We are pitted against everyone, but there has been no violence elsewhere. Close quote. Amit Shah said. Shah also said he would not have escaped unhurt without CRPF protection when his convoy was allegedly attacked in Kolkata on Tuesday. The clashes aren't the only thing plaguing the state of West Bengal and its Chief Minister Mamta Banerjee. The Supreme Court's vacation bench on Wednesday censored the West Bengal government for the delay in the release of a BJP youth leader who was arrested for sharing a meme of Chief Minister Mamta Banerjee, reported ANI. The court had, on Tuesday, ordered Priyanka Sharma's immediate release, but she was let off only on Wednesday morning. Sharma's counsel, N.K. Call, told the court that she had not been released yet despite the order. The vacation bench said it would issue a contempt notice, but then the state government went on to inform the court that Sharma had been released at 9.40am on Wednesday. The court also asked why Sharma was not released immediately and said that her arrest was prima facie arbitrary. Call also told the bench that Sharma was made to sign an apology letter before her release, which was against the court's order. Previously on Tuesday... The top court had first allowed Sharma bail on the condition that she apologises, but later modified the order and said she should apologise when she was set free. Sharma had been in custody since May 10th after she was accused of sharing a morphed photo of Mamta Banerjee on social media. The meme Sharma had shared showed Banerjee's face photoshopped on a picture of Bollywood actor Priyanka Chopra from the Met Gala in New York. Sharma's lawyers also filed an application against the closure report prepared by the West Bengal police. The court will hear the application when it reopens after summer vacation in July. Air India announced today that it has set up a panel to investigate allegations of sexual harassment against a senior captain. The charges were levelled by a pilot who alleged that she was asked about a sexual relationship with her husband, reported PTI. The complainant and the senior captain, who are both based out of Delhi, had travelled to Hyderabad for training on May 5th when the alleged incident occurred, she said in a written complaint to the management. According to the allegations levelled by the complainant, the senior captain suggested having dinner together after the training session. 
I quote, I agreed as I had done a few flights with him and he seemed decent, close quote. The complainant said, according to ANI, they reached the restaurant around 8 p.m. after which the captain began asking inappropriate questions, the woman said. I quote, he started with telling me how depressed and unhappy he was in his married life. He also asked me how I coped with my husband living away and whether I didn't need to have sex every day, close quote. Soon after this, the complainant said she had told the captain that she did not want to talk to him and left the restaurant. But even after reaching the hotel, the captain repeatedly called her room and even threatened to go to her room if she did not answer. She added in the complaint. The pilot said that she was disturbed, shocked and scared by the captain's behaviour. She added that she felt, quote-unquote, morally obliged to report the incident to the airline so that such behaviour is not repeated in the future. The Alabama Senate approved a measure on Tuesday that would outlaw almost all abortions in the state, setting up a direct challenge to Roe v. Wade, the case that recognised a woman's constitutional right to end a pregnancy. The legislation bans abortions at every stage of pregnancy and criminalises the procedure for doctors who could be charged with felonies and face up to 99 years in prison, reported the New York Times. It includes an exception for cases when the mother's life is at serious risk, but not for cases of rape or incest a subject of fierce debate among lawmakers in recent days. The House approved the measure, the most far-reaching effort in the nation this year to curb abortion rights, last month. It now moves to the desk of Governor Kay Ivey, a Republican. Although the governor has not publicly committed to signing the legislation, many Republican lawmakers expect her support. French forward Antoine Griezmann is leaving his club Atletico Madrid and could be close to joining Barcelona next season, Indian Express reported today. Griezmann told Atletico on Tuesday that he has decided not to stay for a sixth consecutive season with the club. In a video released by the Spanish club, he said that he wants to, quote-unquote, see different things, face other challenges. The 28-year-old said, and I quote, It wasn't easy to make this decision, but it's what I feel and what I need. I want to thank everyone for their support during these five years with the club, where I've won my first and many important trophies. I've enjoyed some incredible moments and I'll never forget them. Close quote. However, he did not give any hints about his future move, which has been widely linked with the move to Barcelona, with some Spanish media saying he has already reached a deal with the Catalan club. Griezmann had joined from Real Sociedad in 2014 and helped Atletico win last year's Europa League title, along with one Spanish Super Cup and a UEFA Super Cup. He has scored 133 goals in more than 250 matches with Atletico. Here's some stuff that went up on the News Laundry website that you do not want to miss out on. The first is an opinion piece written by Vrinda Gopinath titled Uncovering a Humble Chaiwala's Billion Dollar Lifestyle. The story sheds light on how Modi's extravagant yet self-proclaimed humility could put every fat cat in Power Delhi and Khan market to shame, even as taxpayers foot Narendra Modi's astronomical bill. Written in a voice unique to Vrinda, the story also talks about how Modi spent nearly 4,400 crore rupees on publicity alone in just four years until 2018, to bolster his image along with the schemes launched by him. The other is an interview with Saif Habibullah, son of ex-Chief Information Commissioner and the administrator of Lakshadweep Islands back in 1987, Wajahat Habibullah, conducted by yours truly. Saif was 13 years old at the time when Rajiv and Sonia Gandhi visited Lakshadweep back in December 1987, an incident which Prime Minister Narendra Modi alleged saying that the then Prime Minister had used Premier Warship INS Virat as his quote-unquote personal taxi to vacation with his family and foreigner friends. Modi also said that the national security of the country was compromised because of the misuse of Virat. However, Saif shares a first-person account of what actually went down on the islands and states clearly that two different incidents have been confused with each other 
to deliver a single narrative. According to him, the INS Virat was not used by Rajiv Gandhi, who had come to the island with his wife via an Air Force helicopter to attend the Island Development Authority meeting, after which the duo left for Bangaram to meet their family and friends for a vacation. It takes a lot of time and resources to do interviews like these that help clearing out the air over controversies that dwell in the past and that should not be a part of the country's political narrative, let alone during election time, in order to enable us to put our best foot forward and deliver stories that legacy media tends to ignore. Do subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. We don't take any kind of advertisements so that we can keep news as independent and free as possible without having to bend our editorial stance towards the advertisers' whims and fancies. That's all the news we have for you today, folks. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening to us from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.